what will you do? Oh, you know, okay. So this, it was a, okay, it was a conversation between a professor and his um, students. And the professor was like that, um, you know, was telling the students that they have to write or do a thesis or something about God being dead. And this particular Christian said that he cannot write or do something because God is not dead. And this man said, then he should go out in front and, you know, explain and state what he means by God is alive, you know, having facts, all those things to prove that God is alive. So my question is that if you were in that guy's shoe, you are a believer. You agree that okay, well, sir, I mean Daniel in my own time. I cannot say that God is not there. I mean, so at that point, guys are like, where? Go outside. Speak to the whole world. Is God alive or is God dead? So what will you do? I thought we had plenty Daniels and the Esthers and you know the Horas. <laughs> so what will you do? Show me what will you do. write on a piece of paper that God is dead or so because even if it was me I'd be like what kind of lecturer is this because it just doesn't make sense because for example now the thing is that some people antagonize Christians but the moment Christians in quotes may antagonize other religions and all that it becomes very bad because they say we are Christians why are we doing that but that doesn't give them the right to antagonize us because we don't want to antagonize them I don't know if you get what I'm saying, Shah, because it just doesn't make sense to me. So, what I would do in this case, well, that's a broad shot in Nigeria. <laughs> Start having your lecturer, you can just fail the course for you immediately, you won't be able to keep it. Because not only Nigerian lecturers, they can be crazy at times, they can just go and tell the board that I was insulting him or things like that. So, in Nigeria, Shah, you have to pray. Even right there, just start praying because you don't know what your lecturer needs to do. So, does anybody else have any opinions on what they do in that kind of situation? Anybody? Any raise opinion? Praise God. So, uh, a lecturer comes into class and sees everybody they have a piece of paper. All right, God is dead. <laughs> Personally, I'm not, first of all, I would say in my school, it's not possible for the lecturers to collect it from everybody, number one, because they are plenty. So the lecturer is wasting his time, number one. But if per adventure, the lecturer can now collect it, if you check everybody's paper and you see all the paper that says what's going on, but with not something you write that name, not something you write that phone number, not something you write that department, and you write the word God Day in capital letter Because throughout my life, growing up, I've known that God is not dead. So there's nothing you want to tell me. You can come and meet me now. 
and God is truth. And the way someone now comes to counter it with you know facts and all those things, it's you it's something that you know, and it's not your exam paper or something, or it's a, it's a discussion between you and your lecturer. At that, at those points, you don't find it easy. When I after the whole experience, I'm like, immediately I left on that and I've said something else. It's easy to say that hey, we have spoken, you know, I'll keep it a hot back fact. But if you find yourself in those situations, sometimes you get tongue-tied. I'll tell you your time. If I was this guy, should I'll start But to be honest, no matter what it takes, we need to stand for Christ. It takes a lot of our dignity, a lot of our ego, pride. Come on. We need to stand for Christ. Okay, another question. Show me know about this Leah Shari, this very important girl. Show me. You know what the hell? You know that she was in the Boko Haram, you know, the whole Boko Haram stuff. Explain to us the truth again. Okay, Leah Shari. And we all heard her story about when she was adopted by the. You know your bosses. You know if you watch this. The Ashari incident about a girl that stood on her faith when she was abducted by Boko Haram. And you know, we all know that Boko Haram kills Christians and all that. So the fact that she stood on her faith was what made her a role model to Christians in our generation and even younger Christians. And I want to add something to what Yami said about that evolution. So I think, personally, I think. Our belief in God just makes a lot of things easier for us. Because, for example, now evolution, they say that the Big Bang theory is what caused the Earth to form. What? How did it happen? They said something exploded, a combustion. What? How? Like, because so something just exploded at the end. The whole Earth, nine planets, the sun, everything just formed. They now say that monkeys. They don't think so humans. How, like, maybe they don't know monkeys. Maybe monkeys are different to them because if you see a monkey, how that thing? Whether monkey or fish, even fish it was. So how, how do those things develop? Because as Christians now, we just know that, okay, God spoke. And the fact that God spoke and created everything makes it so much easier because you don't have to start thinking about it. Because, for example, the person that brought up the theory of evolution, I can't imagine how many years he used to think about that thing. And other things like the human body and all that. Because there was a day I was, I was in a class, we were talking about the heart. In secondary school, I just thought the heart was one organ in the body that pumps blood with four chambers and everything. But in that class, they, they deepened it like, I don't know if deepened it, but I'm still sorry. The, expanded it and my knowledge on the heart increased and everything. So I just thought that, okay, so how, how did this heart come about? Because you can't just say a human being is the one that created the heart and things like that because the heart is too, is too much for somebody to comprehend without the understanding and the knowledge from God. Because God is the one that created the heart and I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, sure. So in the case of Leah Shari, I just believe that her faith was really strong because I'm sure that most of us to go to the north right now, totally so being abducted by Boko Haram. 
is going to be a serious issue. So I really admire you, Ashari, for what she did down. I just want to thank God for her life that she didn't die and everything. Okay, praise God. So some of us may never know the story, but just here they are Sharibu, they are Sharibu. So this girl, like, you know, they were all of us are here, God for me, God for me. So, you know, they were all in class and all of us holding, your hands down, raise your hand. And these Boko Haram guys came and abducted, you know, up to 140 school girls. And amongst them was Yah Sharibu. And this girl, how did she become famous? When you released part of the girls, they, they said, they were, her parents were like, she's not among, and the girls they released were like that. The reason why she's there, or the reason why they held that hostage and all is because she refused to deny, um, she refused to say that, she refused to denounce her Christianity and all, because it is obvious that those ladies they released moved from Christianity to Islam. So, and this wonderful daughter of Zion, Oji, she's still in captivity because she still sees herself as yeah. she's still she's still a Christian. Although I've had those kidnapping stories in my head that if they should have gone in my mind, I'll say yes. But now if I ask, so imagine God forbid you find yourself in this that situation, what will you do? I won't deny So what is like a threatening with your life, you know? I'm still not denying. You're still not denying. Wow. Hallelujah. Somebody shout glory. Glory! And see if you, if you find yourself in such a situation, what will you do, ma? Praise the Lord. Denying Christ is not an option. In fact, you must begin to grow your mindset to that level where Christianity is going to become more dangerous with time. Being a Christian, it's happening in America already. America that is known as that nation that stands for people's rights is suddenly beginning to, beginning to make policies that are against the rights of Christians. So it's already happening in our days. You must come to that reality that whatever it is, denying Christ is never an option. So I'll say no. Thank you, ma'am. Let me put it this way. Okay, so up, so coming. Virgin. He's beating me now. Who am I now? Okay, um, before so coming gets the mic, I just want to say that I think no offense, but I think we are saying that we'll stand for Christ no matter what because we have never really truly been in that situation. I know that, okay, for example, now, if true, true, somebody here was abducted us and they point the gun to your head and they have shot somebody else in your presence, so, like the person is dead, they, you know, the person is dead, and they say, okay, this one has died because he did not refuse to um, denounce Christ and they are next. Obviously, personally, I think I would contemplate it because his life now, you only live once. I get okay, I get that if I don't denounce Christ, I'll go to heaven. But what if at that point in time you don't denounce Christ, but in your heart you have committed a sin one way or the other, or before they abducted you, you committed a sin and, and things like that. So what if even after denouncing Christ in your heart something is still wrong somewhere? Or even malice, you have malice to somebody, you have forgotten you have malice to that person. Who, 
You know that man is entered the kingdom of heaven and you have money in your heart. That person really goes to heaven. So I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So come in and go. Hallelujah. Yeah, I feel one of the hardest things as a, a Christian can face is hardship. We do say that we can suffer persecution for Christ. But once you get to that place and you get to that phase in life whereby you are willing to die for your feet, can you stand? Something popped up in my mind last week Sunday. And it was looking at this image was looking in my heart that what if this same situation comes and you are a so-called Christian, yes, you love God with your heart. Will you die for your feet? Will you denounce Jesus in the face of bullets? Or in the face of where they are meant to be anyway. Paul faced hardship. He suffered hardship for Christ. He was not, he, he was, he was happy for what he was doing, but he said to live is Christ and to die is King. What if at this young age, at this young age, somebody can come to face you and tell you that deny Jesus to live? Will you, you, you are at this stage, you say, you tell yourself that there are many things I will still enjoy. I'm still a teenager for crying out loud. I will still I will still play games, I will do all that things, I will be with friends. We will not say the next thing for you to do is to deny Jesus. There was a movie shot by, by Pastor Daniel, that was the National Youth Evangelist of the Church of God. He said it was a short lunch movie. He said there was this preacher preaching about the same thing, that he can stand for his faith, that he will die for God, he will die for Christ, that nothing can nothing can stop him. And there was a bandit in this church when they were saying that. So when he was going on, they attacked him and then to deny Jesus to live. He said no, that he can't. That he, he said, he said, oh sorry, he said he will deny Jesus, that he still have a lot of things to do with his life. So you know, that at that moment, it's just like you, it's just like giving to the good. Let me put it like that, because once you see that, once you deny Jesus, once you deny Jesus for you, once you deny Jesus. And you say that because Jesus is, you want to be because of other pleasures of the world. There is a great mistake, but it is not easy. It is not easy as we all think that it is easy to deny Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, Sukobi. Okay, now, let's. I'm not saying we should leave denying Christ or what. But let's go to realistic instances. Almost, okay, pressure is real. You, in my higher institution, I personally don't like going for parties, but I like forget. But let me be more real with you guys. We will find ourselves at places that having making choices be very difficult. Example: drug, drugs, taking drugs. It starts with your roommates. Start with your friend, and you know, and I'll stand for Christ. I'll stand for Christ. I'll stand for Christ. Um, the conference I was at um, Saturday, the person gave an example that you know, this particular brethren goes to a new school. They show him uh, images of you know, you know, pornography and all, all these things. And at first, like, no, show me, show me. Then after some time, those pictures begin to flash in his memory, and all of a sudden, you see him asking for to see those images by his own self, by his own will. To be honest, many of us have fallen through things like this. It may not be pornography. It may just be basic decisions that, you know, like, 
what would Jesus do? So I'm, we're going to like throw it out to everyone. We would like you to actually like talk about this thing so that everyone can learn. I have something to say. He has something to say. But it's not about what we say. It's about what you have to say. You know, we can't just say, hey, read the word of God, all those things. You have to be practical. So, okay. Praise the Lord. Um, I'm sorry, I want to draw us back a bit to that point where we looked at the God is dead um, analogy on the movie. I just want to draw a defining line. We need to understand. He talked about the Big Bang theory. In school, we know they give us theories. And then when it's time for exams, they set those questions for us. Please write your write their questions and their answers back for them. Praise the Lord. The difference with the movie we saw is that a lecturer is trying to force his own personal belief on his students. They are two different things. Do we understand? Don't confuse them, please. There is a place for your academic work. Those of us who are in a profession that is always arguing, there are things we call academic exercise. It's not a reality thing. We are just arguing it to challenge our brains. Most of these things, that is what they are. So in school, they give you a big bang theory and tell you to write about it. Don't come and say no in the beginning. It's what you have you just gone off. Praise the Lord. So I'm trying to draw that line. Understand the difference. When a person is trying to challenge you, it's a different thing. That is where you have to stand. But not bringing it into your schoolwork. I don't know if it's clear. Praise the Lord.
outside the bus, there are plenty of dinosaurs on him. You know, the beginning of the song was so loud, the guy beside me like, said, sorry sir. And I changed the song to another hero, nice job. At that point, you are compromised. You can't share your playlist to your friends. Your friends, you know, if you tell them that you listen to Lawrence or you listen to P. Dan or you listen to, you know, they're like, uh uh, are you in this life? You don't know, oh no, you don't know all those things. You can't share your playlist to people because you are ashamed. Okay, so who else has anything to say? Anybody, anybody? Yes, anointing. Anointing, you have something to say. Okay, so um, I'll keep. I'll quickly give an example of. of I'll quickly give an example of what I passed through in school. Okay, I am a graduate, and back going back to um, 200 level in school. Yes, 200 level was one of my most craziest level in school. They knew that I was a church worker. They knew that. In fact, there was a church worker with me in that room, and um, you know, I was not in the room as at that time. As I, I think 8 p.m. there about in the night, I came back and everybody was high. I'm not joking. Everybody took weed that night. I am not joking. This is something I told my mommy after, like 400 of She was like, eh, why did you tell me stuff like that? And I could have easily fallen. But God helped me. And I, I feel like I was sharing with someone during the week and I, I always say this, that people just say God helps me, the grace of God. It's not that easy. It's not always that easy, but I don't know. I was not in, um, I was not at that place at that moment. I was even the one that, um, you know, took um, everybody to their bed. I could have easily fallen if I was there because they used Indomie. Do you understand? So those are, if, some people, if it was another person, it could have been different. The person would have fallen and taken the beat like that. So those are, you know, specific, just like you said, drugs. And one of the places and ways you can deny Christ and, you know, compromise is in the university, trust me. Praise God. Um, Sister Fentola, I thought was the purpose of taking, they just wanted to be high. Because there was this person, she was a drug addict. Um, her name is Viola, she was a drug addict. She lived wayward life. Her parents are rich, but she prefers to sleep with allergies, go out of school, find ways to just go out of school. And you know, she would bring weed inside drugs, especially in private university. That is where you would see a lot of people smoking, taking her drugs, and stuff like that. That, um, so, Everybody would just see how her eyes would be red. I think they just wanted to be high. They just wanted to know how it would feel. Some people kept eating their uh, um, milo crunchy yeah, and their endomy. So that's how they go. I go, I go back and everybody, everybody was misbehaving. So if the security came in, there is no way they would not say that coin you were high too. So I just, what I did was I locked the door. Then I put everybody in their place. Then they woke up the next day and I was like, I had to start telling them that you guys, this was what happened. I would have easily gone back to my friend's room, but then there's no point. They would say that who is the sixth person? Because we're six, no, we're seven. There was one extra roommate. Who is the seventh person here? No, we must give. And they had, they don't test girls in my school, drugs. They don't do drug tests for girls. So yeah. Praise God. 
Thank you so much, Connie. No, even in our secondary school relationship, so we used to compromise. God have mercy upon us in Jesus' name. You guys, this is standing for Christ shouldn't be an option. It shouldn't be something you should deliberate on. But then, like the Bible says that God cannot give you a test, give you a test that will be too difficult for you. But even as as that, don't go and tempt yourself. The message I listened to was like, because we are children of God, we're not like you are for God's sake. You know, you not purposely do things that tempt you. You know, relationships, you know, the way you talk to people, don't compromise. Be Christians, be a child of God. Let these things echo in your ears. Praise God. So, um, about this, God is not there. When I was in school, my geography teacher was an atheist. Like, so the man told me one time, and I was like, God is not there, there's no stuff. I'm like, sir, how, how were you born? Like, he said, if you it fell from the sky. <laughs> so, it was, it was, I was, I was pinned. I wanted to insult the man. I was like, sir, what are you trying to say? Like, he fell from the sky. But the thing is that it's very hard, very hard. I live with friends that smoke, drink, like, a lot of things. And, it's, it's not that I purposely went to be with them. It's like I'm, I just have to be there. Not because it's that compulsory, but it just, I just have to be there. And those guys, they take weed or stuff. So I feel like in a way that we, our action is to speak. So I, I'm proud of it that they know me as my okay, if people are you Anytime they want to smoke or do something, I do like put everything down. Like go to the back of the shop and smoke. When they come back, they ask me, so right. Like they fall sometimes because they were high. They almost beat me up. Like, <laughs> stay your thing. But it's really uh, just our actions needs to speak. Our actions needs to define ourselves in presence of everyone. Thank you. Praise God. Okay. So um, finally, the last point I'm going to hit, um, hit on before Sean will speak on round of is that, guys, what we say matters. What we say matters. You swear, and people are like, I thought you say a joke. He provoked me, he provoked you. You know, when you start saying things like, um, you know, this person made me angry, my family needs to get angry, but this situation, things just excuse me. At that point, you didn't show, you didn't let people know that you're a believer. The way you speak, I can show me and I will be walking together and somebody comes to join the conversation. By the way the person speaks, I know who the, where the person is coming from. Because you have friends who swear, who use foul languages. It's not something you should not say what's so hard it is. It's it's not godly. Okay, so as we round up, I just want to recap on everything that was said, especially in the university life and everything. So as we all know, university life can be very difficult and that the time that we compromise on a lot of things. For example, cheating, as somebody mentioned before. There's nobody here that has not cheated before. It's not possible. It's, it's very impossible. You have not cheated before. Even me have cheated before. So even something as little as just saying 
what's the answer? Not um, getting the whole paper on all the answers, or something as little as do you understand this? What's the answer to this and all that? That's still cheating, whether you like it or not. Then also be careful of the friends you keep. It's not, it's not, you don't write drug addicts on the person's forehead, so you can never know. So whenever you go to somebody's house, don't eat, don't eat their food. Indomie, beans, jollof rice, fried rice. You don't know where the weed will be. Because they misbehaving, you don't even, you don't even know when you're misbehaving. So just be careful of the friends you keep. And also the music you listen to. Because some people might say they listen to worldly music because of the beats. Please stop listening to secular music. It's not a deli- it's not something we're supposed to deliberate on. It goes for the way. So, so I don't listen to secular music because of the beats. For example, someone like Bonabo, he has good beats. They may say they listen to him because of his nice beats. But one way or the other, the things that he says would go into our minds and we will keep thinking about those things. And we all know that the world of music of nowadays is very vulgar. And by the time we start thinking about those things, it begins to stay in our hearts and we want to explore, which is not good. Praise so, praise the Lord. Let's rise up. Praise the Lord. As much as this thing will seem that it's like a movie that we watched, in our everyday life, if I tell everybody, give me your phones now, I want to see your phones, you'll be surprised what we children of God have in our phones. So, is it this standing for God? is something that is our everyday decision. What we say, what we think, what we do. I want you to turn that to prayer even as I'm talking to you. It's not time for discussion. I want everybody to be in a prayer mode right now because it's a very serious matter. We are getting to the point in life where everything we do will ask question, where do you stand? So it is not a joking matter. Our sister talked about in America, you saw it in a movie. That one is just a movie. In your classes, everything you do, it asks the question, who do you stand for? You will touch your phone, your phone will pop up something. Nobody is there with you. Will you look at it? It will ask the question, who do you stand for? So our everyday life is surrounded by the question, who do you belong to? And I will pray for us this morning as I want us to begin to speak to God, Father Lord, Help me, O Lord. Because the times that we are are times of evil. There are perilous times, there are dangerous times, there are times that when you want to stand, even you begin to ask yourself, why am I making this decision? Why do I have to suffer? Why do I have to fail? But I tell you there is blessing in front. If you think serving God is difficult or it's not easy, try serving the devil. Because the devil has steps. He has things that he used to deceive people. He comes easy. But when you begin to follow him, you will find out how difficult it is. People that are smoking weed, you think it's their normal eyes. It's not. They do wish they can but they don't have the power anymore. But you are here this morning. I want you to begin to talk to God. Father, Lord, I'm sorry. In any way that Lord, I have denied you. In any way that Lord, I have not stood for you. In my decision, in my choices. Father, please have mercy on me. Please have mercy upon me this morning. Father, please have mercy upon me this morning. Please have mercy upon me this morning. Lord, give me the grace to stand for you. Lord, give me the grace to run for you. Lord, give me the grace to follow you, O God. Father, Lord, I know, Father, the one says it's not easy. But with you, with your grace, I can make it possible. Thank you, Abba, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Eternal Rock of Ages, we thank you, Lord, for this morning. We thank you, Lord, for the word of God that has been spoken.
for you. No matter the situation, oh God, no matter how little it is, oh God, help us to always stand for you, oh God. Help us to follow you to the end, oh God. Thank you, our Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. In case you want to listen to the message again, to be sent to the uh, team's group chat. So whenever you miss a Sunday, please, whether you miss or not, please connect to the team's uh, platform and you get the message. I want us to begin to thank God for today, even as we take the grace in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit 